0: Hi, I'm Elena, and this is the Rusty Rooster Podcast. I'm a spiritual life coach. In this show, I talk about how to use holistic, natural methods to help you obtain the happy and purposeful life that you deserve. Today, we're going to be talking about Ayurveda what it is, what the main teaching points are, and how to approach it when you are just getting started and how Ayurveda can guide you to creating and sustaining self-love. So we're going to be covering a lot in today's episode. I'm so excited to be doing this podcast today. I had decided to do it after sharing on my Instagram story part of my morning Ayurvedic skincare ritual and getting a lot of people requesting more information about it. So while Ayurveda can make your skin radiant and smooth, it does a lot more than just that. So what exactly is is Ayurveda? And where did it come from? Well, let's break down the word. In Sanskrit, which is a classical language in South Asia, Ayur means science and Veda means life. So the translation of Ayurveda boils down to the science of life. On a deeper level, it acknowledges the knowledge of life and longevity. Pretty deep stuff, right? Well, it should be It's a healing solution that has been around for 5,000 years. Isn't that crazy? What I love so much about Ayurveda is that it never goes out of style. It's literally the perfect little black dress in a sea of trends. Think about all the trends that we go through. The perfect jeans, the perfect hairstyle. Ayurveda is a trend that never goes out of style. It will continue to grow and embrace you at every stage of your life, your children's life, and their children's children's lives. That's how powerful and time-tested it is. So let's dive into the fundamental ideas and concepts of this holistic medical practice. Ayurveda acknowledges five elements that are found in nature that are also found in humans. Those elements are space, otherwise known as ether, air, fire, water, and earth. Ayurveda then believes that these five great elements combine into three basic energies in varying degrees in everything and everybody. Those three energies are known as constitutions or doshas. The three doshas are vada, pitta, and kapha. These doshas are a mixture of natural elements. Vada is a mixture of space and air. Pitta is a mixture of fire and water. And kapha is a mixture of earth and water. So for vada, the mixture of air and space is considered the energy of movement. Think of it as the energy that regulates all activity in the body, both mentally and physiologically, such as you breathing, blinking, or your heart beating. When Vata is in balance, it empowers creativity and flexibility and evokes feelings of freshness, lightness, happiness, and joy. When it's out of balance, it produces fear, nervousness, anxiety, even tremors or spasms. Pitta is the mixture of fire and water. It's considered the energy of transformation. It is responsible for all the biochemical changes within our bodies, such as regulating digestion, absorption of minerals and nutrients, assimilation, and body temperature. When in balance, Pitta energy promotes intelligence and understanding. When it's out of balance, Pitta gets fiery emotions, such as frustration, anger, anger hatred, criticism, and jealousy. Kapha, the combination of water and earth, is the energy that forms the body's structure. It's basically the glue that holds cells together. It also supplies the liquid needed for life, lubricating our joints, moisturizing our skin, helping wounds heal, and maintaining immunity. It's the strength and stability in our lives. When in balance, kapha energy expresses itself in loving, calming, and forgiving ways. When it's out of balance, it can lead to negative emotions such as attachment, greed, lust, and envy. So Ayurveda teaches us that the characteristics in these three energies is translated through us as humans as well. The characteristics of the natural elements are shown through our tendencies mentally and physically. Silvatas are like the air. They are cool, dry, rough, and fast moving. They are usually lighter physically and may have trouble gaining weight. They are quick learners but forget easily. Their eyes are usually bigger than their stomachs. They like airy foods like toast, chips, and crackers. They are drawn to dabble in mind-altering drugs. They feel cool more than they feel hot. And they also spend money as fast as it comes in. When they're out of balance, they tend towards anxiety, nervousness, fear, and depression, as well as dryness and constipation. When they are in balance, their digestion is good. They have a zest for life, allowing it to inspire their creativity and enthusiasm. They sleep through the night and wake feeling energized. When anxiety starts to rise, they are conscious of it and take time to slow down. I'm personally very Vata dominant. Prior to practicing Ayurveda, I suffered from crippling anxiety. I would wake up in the morning and have just these panic attacks all night. I slept terribly. I'd be gasping for breath and worrying about what the day would hold for me. It got to a point where I was seriously considering an emotional support dog that would be able to go with me on the train to New York City, stay with me at work, just be my companion and help me through the the terrible anxiety that I was suffering from. So I always say that Ayurveda saved me. It saved me from my anxiety. It embraced me and showed me the light within myself. If the out-of-balance struggles that I mentioned also resonate with you, later on i'll talk about how ayurveda can help you too if you are having those vata dominant imbalances but first let's get back to the other qualities for the other two doshas so pitta people are fiery as their main natural element is fire pitta is therefore hot sharp light pungent sour and spreading pitta people have a medium build They don't gain or lose weight too much. Their eyes are bright and may be blue, green, gray, or coppery brown. They tend to have coppery red skin and a lot of moles and freckles. They often experience early graying or hair loss. The normal body temperature of pitted people is a little bit higher than the other two doshas, and their hands and feet are usually warm or sweaty. Pitta people are alert and intelligent and have great ability of comprehension and concentration. When out of balance, pittas feel intensely stressed, overcritical, bossy, and act like a perfectionist or know-it-alls. They have loose stools, heartburn, or heat in their urine. Their skin is red, hot, or overly oily. They tend to suffer from inflammation such as acne or rashes. And they can become quite angry impatient or irritable my husband is highly pitta he has bright blue eyes skin with freckles all over has had gray hair since he was 18 and always thinks he's right but the being right part may be just a masculine quality at this point (laughs) i shared my practice of ayurveda with him this year and he started seeing great results for his skin He suffers from terrible heat rashes and irritability when he has to shave his face for his job. But he really loves his sweets and pigging out, so he hasn't fully seen all of the amazing benefits that Ayurveda has to offer his Pitta energy through balancing actions such as diet or lifestyle changes, since a big portion requires him to change his diet. But he has seen how using Pitta balance and skin products can alleviate his skin rashes, which he gets all year round, but is Really, extra bad in the summer season. He's a hunter and a gatherer in his free time and really appreciates nature. So, he has the basic understanding that his body is connected to nature. He's just a tad bit lazy at dedicating his time to the diet and lifestyle changes that Pitta energy requires. So, now I'm going to share some coaching tips with you because a lot of people have the desire to try Ayurveda. But then they give up early on when they're trying it out. In the beginning, just like forming any other habit, your brain fights the change. Our brain hates change. It prefers comfort. So when you start doing things that are out of your brain's comfort zone, it starts freaking out. It becomes like the best lawyer in the world, right? Like coming up with all these justifications and excuses as to why you need to go back to your old ways. But that's just the brain being the brain. That's a big portion of my spiritual life coaching work, guiding you throughout the mental obstacles and challenges that come along when your brain tries to make you jump ship on your goals. I is a practice that makes the process of you achieving your goals so much easier And that's why I try to implement its core values and concepts into all of my programs for all of my clients. Why? Because Ayurveda gives you a roadmap to yourself, your nature, your core instinctual way of going about anything, your tendencies, your interests, your struggles. Once you acknowledge and understand your dosha, it makes it easier to jump over hurdles because they're no longer unexpected. You don't get hung up on who you fundamentally are. You embrace it and know how to successfully jump the hurdle. Ayurveda is like walking around with the GPS guide. The guide shows you the journey to get to your destination, shows you and acknowledges accidents further up ahead the road so that you can prepare for it, and even gives you a few recommendations about how to get around the obstacle. If not avoiding it completely, it shows you how to overcome it and get right back on track, leaving little to no damage to you. So that's why I love Ayurveda so much. Again, it's a roadmap to yourself. You begin to understand that everything you try to fight about yourself is actually what you need to embrace. Your inherent nature is the answer to unconditionally loving yourself. Okay, so back to the doshas. We talked about vata and pitta. So the last dosha is known as kapha, which again is a mixture of water and earth. Kapha people are blessed with strong, healthy, well-developed bodies. Their chest is broad and expanded, and they have strong muscles and large, heavy bones with larger frames. They tend to gain weight and have difficulty taking it off. To make things more complicated for them they have slow digestion and metabolism on the plus side though they have great stamina and have smooth soft lustrous skin they also have large dark eyes with long thick lashes and dark soft wavy hair they have a major sweet tooth and because of their cloudy and heavy qualities coffee people often feel heavy and foggy in the morning and find it difficult to get going without a cup of coffee or tea. So overall, they're just at a more slow and steady kind of pace in every way. When out of balance, they have no motivation to get up and go. They feel heavy or blocked in general. They have mucus, feel congested, or suffer from other respiratory conditions. They also get overly sentimental attached, or greedy, they tend to hoard material objects, their skin gets clammy and pale, they gain excess weight, and they tend to oversleep and feel groggy. But when we become imbalanced, Ayurveda has recommendations as how to become balanced again. If you walk away with anything from this podcast today, it'll be this core teaching. In Ayurveda, like increases like. And opposites balance us. So the concept is really strong and effective at balancing each dosha. And it might even sound a little bit familiar if you think about relationships and how people will always say that opposites attract. In this case, opposites balance you. So for vata, dominant people, to become balanced, think warm and wet, which is opposite of cold and airy. Warm baths, warm stews, warming spices... Activities such as oiling your skin or even adding avocado oil to your salad will help. Reducing the amount of raw light food is also helpful and relaxing. Being out in nature or simply doing some slow moving yoga or meditation will also help to balance you. Then for pitta people, since this is a fire element, think cool and sweet. Eating foods such as mint, fennel, cucumber, coconut oil, and coconut water is helpful. Reducing alcohol and caffeine, taking a moonlit walk, avoiding spicy hot foods, hot tubs, saunas, or hot weather, ultimately doing cooling activities such as working out in the morning or at night when the sun is at its lowest points will be helpful, and eating a more cooling diet. For kapha, think light and mobile. Opposite of its natural heaviness, waking with the sunrise will help balance coffee dominant people. Adding warming spices like garlic, cinnamon, onion, ginger, and cayenne to their meals also helps with their digestion. Getting more exercise and eating strategically. Eating your heaviest meal at lunchtime when your digestion is at its strongest and eating a lighter dinner at night. So those are a few ways that you can help balance yourself when you become imbalanced. Another great concept of Ayurveda is that not only do people embody these doshas, but they can be found in the seasons and time of the day. For the day, dawn and dusk are the two times that vada behavior dominates. Remember, vada is the energy of movement. So that energy moving from dusk to dawn and from dawn to dusk. Then Pitta is most dominant between 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., when the sun is at its peak, and then between 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. So it's best for Pitta's to go to bed before 10 p.m. to avoid a second wind of energy since this is their dominant energy time. And then Kapha times are in the middle of both of those. Think of your, your slump times when the energy is running low. Those are the times of day that you are most prone to match that energy. And then we can again see these doshas within the larger frame of the seasons. Pitta being the summer, Vata being the fall, and Kapha being the winter. I'm sure at this point you can see a pattern flowing here. It's probably starting to click together. So Pitta is this in the summer because it is hot and Pitta's are made up of the element of fire and water. Vada season is in the fall because the wind starts picking up and getting crisper. And how kapha is in the winter because everything becomes more stagnant and heavy. It's so beautiful and supportive to be able to connect with these doshas. Not only within ourselves, but within nature. It helps us to connect with nature and reminds us that no matter how hard we try, no matter how advanced we become in our modern world, that we need nature. It's a part of us. We cannot live without it. We can't run from it. It is always our home base. It will always welcome you. The last area of our lives that I like to end with is how the energies of Vata Pitta and Kapha grow with us throughout the stages of our life. We started as Kapha as children the sweet energy. This is when we are heaviest with potential juicy and growing We are in this stage for a long time until we enter the Pitta era of our 30s, when we transform, no longer a child, full grown, and at our peak in our lives, peak of our fire within. Then we enter the Vata age, the age of dryness and ultimate knowledge, the point when we have gone through a majority of our life and are able to share our wisdom with our family. All of these stages of life transform us. Nature supports our transformation, which is why Ayurveda is so important to learn, to understand. It makes each stage of your life not only approachable, but it makes it exciting. Ayurveda is like the hand-holding we didn't know we needed, but always yearned for. It doesn't mean that the journey won't have its ups and downs, but Ayurveda will always be there for you to lean against it. It will support you and always lead you back home. This is truly one of my favorite topics to talk about. And while we only scratched the surface of Ayurveda, I hope you found this helpful and intrigued to learn more about it and how Ayurveda can help you to live your best life. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time.